0: بسم الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين صلى الله وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم اللهم صل وسلم وزد برك على سيدنا ومولانا وحبيبنا والشفيعنا وقرة اعيننا fi في كل خير في هذه الدنيا وفي الاخرة, sallallahu alayhi الله عليه واله وسلم وَعَلَى مَنْ اتَّبَعَ سُنَّتَهُ وَسَلَكَ مَسْلَكَهُ إِلَى يَوْمِ الدِّينَ اللهم Amin we We're on number 175 I'm not at my usual setup So I'm not going to be uh, Putting on the screen The numbers that we're on So um, Unless someone figures that out in the meantime But uh We'll just roll with it for now, inshallah. Number 175 is اللَّهُ تَعَالَى اللَّهُ بِعُلُومِهِ فِي الدَّارِينَ أَمِن رُبَّمَا وَجَدَّ مِنَ الْمَزِيْدِ فِي So when we left off last week on 174 We left off on وُرُودُ أَعْيَادُ that the dissension or the experiencing of times of need are the holidays of a sort. They're the Eid of the those who are seeking God. They're the Eid of those who are seeking God. Um The any of those who are seeking God So uh, that was 174 175 connects on that And continues that idea He says Maybe you find in your times of need That which you don't find In your fasting and your prayer Maybe you find in your times of need That which is greater than what you find In your times of fasting and prayer And this really is because of the issue of the danger of حضل نفس. حضل نفس. The danger of The portion Of the base self Which I believe we spoke about last time or the time before So this idea that In certain types of worship In certain things that others Our nefs, Our base self Has uh, more self interest Than in other things so it can be the case, for example, that in, a fast, in fasting and, and, and in prayer, there's some level of self-interest in that. We feel good about ourselves, so on and so forth. But what he's saying is you might get more, actually, um, in those times of great need. Because those times of great need will be stripped from the self-interest. And the self-interest will uh, affect what we're able to get spiritually. Then in 176 he continues that al faqatu busutul mawaheb al faqatu busutul um. So they are like the these times of difficulties are the harbingers harbingers of sort of the gifts that come from Allah So these times of difficulty They're actually what is bringing upon the gifts that we receive from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Because they put um, the person in a position where they have to become more intimate with God They have to become more intimate with God They can't fake it anymore Because the reality of the situation demands a certain level of seriousness and a certain level of intimacy, and so those difficulties then, uh, and and needs that the person has, open the door for that in a sense. In 177, he continues in sahih Quotes the verse. It says if you want. The gifts to be to come upon you. If you want the gifts to become upon you, to come upon you, then rectify your feeling of need towards Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, because the verse on zakat says what: linfuqara," that the charities are for those who are fakir. The charity are for those who are fakir. The charity is for those who are in desperation, who are in need. And so he says, if you want the gifts to come from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala upon you, then rectify your feeling and recognition of your dependency and my dependency upon the one who gives those gifts Subhanahu wa Taala, because in doing so, will become from the people who are mentioned in that verse that the sadaqat are for the fuqara. The gifts, the charities are for those who are in need And so we really bring to the forefront A recognition of our need And in doing so We become eligible for those sadaqat We become eligible now for the charity From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Which are the gifts that he gives In the commentary, Shaykh Abdul Majid Rahimahullah ta'ala, he says ومن صدق الفقير أخذه الصدقة ممن يعطيه على الحقيقة وهو الله تعالى لأنه جعلها لهم فإن قَبِلَهَا منه فهو الصادق في فقره لعلو همته وإن قَبِلَهَا من الْوَسَائِطِ فهو الْمُتَوَسِّمِ بالفقر مع دناة همته. So he says. That the From the sincerity and the truthfulness Of the servants of Allah Is that they take the charity that they receive From the one who gives it In reality which is Allah They take it from the one who gives it in reality Which is Allah Who is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, And that's a sign also of their high aspirations And their putting things in the right place and so on But if they accept it from Intermediaries, Then that would be uh, a sign that they're not truly realizing their dependence on Allah Because they're perceiving themselves to be dependent upon something else Does that mean that you can't take Like someone gives you some sort of gift You can take the gift Just know that the actual giver of the gift is Allah The actual giver of the gift is not the person, it's Allah The person is the intermediary so if you think that it's the intermediary Or if I think that it's the intermediary Then I didn't put things in the right place Whereas if I recognize that it's Allah who's the giver Then that's how things are supposed to be understood Wallahu alam uh, Then he continues this idea So you notice these all of them are kind of building on each other He continues this idea and he says تَحَقَّقْ بِأَوْصَافِكَ يُمِدَّكَ بِأَوْصَافِهِ bi بِذُلِّكَ يُمِدَّكَ بِعِزِّهِ تَحَقَّقْ بِعَجْزِكَ يُمِدَّكَ بِقُدْرَتِهِ تَحَقَّقْ بِضَعْفِكَ يُمِدَّكَ بِحَوْلِهِ وَقُوَّتِهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى So this says, realize, actualize, your attributes. And I think this came last week or the week before. Might have even been more than that But this has passed by us before it says, realize your attributes And He, Allah, will give you aid By His attributes So realize who you are And Allah will give you aid By who He is Then he says, then he goes into detail He says, realize your humiliation He will support you With His glory and His honor Realize your inability, and He will support you with His power. Realize your weakness, and He will support you with His might and uh, what He has. Subhanahu wa taala. Subhanahu wa taala. So, these are again you re- the the paradox of it. The paradox of it, to, and this is why you know these people. The reality of the human being is that the human being is weak. And so the person who's trying to pretend all the time like they're tough or they're strong or they're everything else, they're usually just really fake. Because the reality of it is that they're not. No matter how strong they are, no matter how independent they think they are, this just not who they are. The actual reality of the human being is that they're weak, that they're needy, that they are incapable. And so, as long as the person thinks that they aren't those things, they can never, they can never be. They will always be those things. As long as they think they are not those things, they will always be those things. But when the person, the paradox is when the person accepts, I am utterly weak. I am utterly in need. I am utterly humiliated. So on and so forth. Then Allah will uh, fill those gaps from His own gifts, Subhanahu wa Taala, and then that will be filled. So, otherwise it would not be. 179 he says Rubama Ruzika and Karamata Melnam tekmulisticama. Mm Rubma Ruzika and Karamata Melnam Tekmul Lehu Listikama. This one I referenced it before. I said that it was coming. This is the one that came. It says, maybe the person is given the gift of a saintly miracle, what seems to be a saintly miracle. But they haven't actually really become fully established yet. They're not fully stable yet. They don't actually have real Istiqamah yet. Istiqama is to is to be consistent, to be strong, to be reliable. They don't really have that yet. And, but they've still been given this gift of, um, of like some sort of miraculous thing, right? For whatever reason it might be. Maybe it's to keep them going. But it doesn't mean that they've necessarily reached this major, major issue of being steadfast, truly steadfast, right? So, part of what this is to say is that. Um, don't assume just because you've seen something amazing from somebody that like they're that they're 100 or even that they're like 98 or 99 or 95 or whatever it might be. Um, it might be Allah just gave them a gift. Maybe Allah just gave them something amazing. I mean and actually I've, I've heard stories of, of, of people who um, actually that's not really true. Maybe that's not a correct interpretation of events. But the point is, they might not actually be fully steadfast. What is marji'al istiqama? marji'uha ila amrain billah azza wa bihi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. wa So, what is this istiqama really? And this again goes back to the same issue that we've talked about over and over again, which is any sort of understanding of tasawwuf or tazkiyah, or spiritual refinement, or however you want to term it, that doesn't have a strong emphasis on the Qur'an and the sunnah, it doesn't have a strong emphasis on the rulings of the prophetic law, of the sharia, then that's not actually any sort of real um, spiritual teaching. That's as far as we're concerned. You know Imam al-Junayd rahimahullah ta'ala he said ilmunahadha muqayyad bilkitab was-sunnah fa man lam yasma' al-hadith wa yujalisu al-fuqaha' wa the the person this this knowledge of ours and he's the imam of the spiritual way junaid he's the imam of the spiritual way imam al-ta'ifa said this knowledge of ours it's limited it's delineated by the Quran and by the sunnah so whoever doesn't listen to hadith and sit with the people of fiqh and take their adab from the people of adab, then they will corrupt those who follow them. They will corrupt those who follow them. If there's an understanding of istiqamah that's not based on this reality, that's not istiqamah. Istiqama is what he says here. It goes back to two things. Istiqamah goes back to two things. Number one, Sihatul imani billah. The correctness of one's belief in God The correctness of one's belief in God They know who God is They know his names They know his attributes And they're not turning him into something that he isn't Subhanahu wa ta'ala Or I should say They're not turning him into something that he isn't in their heads Obviously they don't affect who he is Subhana In reality um, That's number one Number two is following the what Following what the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came with outwardly and inwardly. Outwardly and inwardly. And this is again, you know, these are things that are agreed upon. It's not like some sort of goofy talk. Uh, these are things that are agreed upon. That the way of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is the way uh, to follow the way of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is to follow the way of the Prophet outwardly and inwardly. Meaning outwardly I follow, for example. Let's take salah as an example. Outwardly we pray the way that the Prophet ﷺ prayed. And inwardly we have khushu'ah, the way that the Prophet ﷺ had khushu'ah, had concentration and fearfulness and presence in prayer. Um, Outwardly we sit or we dress in a way that is according to the teachings of the Prophet ﷺ. Inwardly, we adorn ourselves with the kind of humility that the Prophet ﷺ had when he would sit or dress in those ways, right? So there's an outward reality and there's an inward reality, and both of these are part of part of following uh, the Prophet ﷺ's way. Walidah qala Abu Yazid. This is again in the commentary. Walidah qala Abu Yazid. And because of this, Abu Yazid said the following: Abu Yazid is Abu Yazid al bistami who was uh, one of the great people of spirituality in Muslim history? He said, He says, "So if you find someone who has laid their carpet out on the water." They've gone to a body of water, like they go to the lake, they walk up to the lake, they put their prayer rug out on the top of the lake, it doesn't sink, it just sits there on the top of the lake, and they stand on the prayer rug and they make their salat right there on the top of the lake without sinking into the water. Or if you see this person sitting cross-legged and floating in the air, floating around in the air, cross-legged, don't pay any attention until you look at how they are In regards to the commands and prohibitions of Allah Don't pay it any attention Don't pay it, no, never mind Let them walk on water Let them float in the sky If they're not following the the command and the prohibition of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Don't pay attention to it at all This is a good principle Maybe we're not going to see people Maybe, maybe we don't see people who are flying Or praying on water But maybe we see people who are like so and so, such spiritual master, you know, He's mastered the outward sciences and the inward sciences, and everyone agrees that this person, fulan ibn fulan and fulani, is the qutb of our time. He's the spiritual pole of our time, or she's the spiritual master with the greatest insights that have been heard in the last five hundred years, and so on and so. Whatever said, فَمَنْظُرُوا كَيْفَ fil فِي الْأَمْرِ وَالْنَهِيِ See how the person is. fil-amri nahi See how you find the person in the command and prohibition of Allah, Subhanahu wa Taala. If you find that they're not following the command and the prohibition of Allah, irmi kullama al iralhalat. Throw it all against the wall. If they're not following the Sharia, they're not following the Sharia. So it can be great sheikh So and so is the greatest sheikh Oh my god the sheikh Everyone's telling you the sheikh You have to hear from the sheikh The sheikh is so amazing The sheikh And then you go to see the sheikh And the sheikh You know And you're Let's say you're a woman You know, Allah protect us from these horrible things And you go to see the sheikh And the sheikh looks at you And he says MashaAllah you're so beautiful What do you do? You get up And you leave you Walk away You Walk away If they say you know The way you answered that The the way you worded that question is very beautiful That's different But if they say you Ma'as-salama Amr nahi Look at how they are with the command Or they steal money Or they curse Or they I don't know Have secret marriages Or whatever it might be See how they are with the command And the prohibition of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, yes, Nada I don't know if you're able to k- unmute yourself or not Yes, I think you should be able to uh, Hold on a second I, can't, I think you're talking But I don't think I can hear you And I'm not sure why I'm on someone else's computer So uh, Let me try this Can you try now? Mm. You guys can hear her? I don't know why I can't hear her. Let me see if I can open these sound settings You guys can hear each other Yeah, something's up with the sound that I have on this, so Hmm I don't know I don't know what it is but uh, if there's a way to type it that would be great if you can just that way we don't um, get stuck on it Mm. I don't know if it's too long to type I'll type then. Okay, yeah. Uh, thank you. Sorry, I'm I'm not. I took my computer with me, but then I didn't. I was I'm an idiot. So fr- I'm so frustrated. I'm very hard on myself. I'm very frustrated with myself today because I took the laptop with me and I didn't take the charger. So now I'm like sitting here, and my son's room is such a mess that I couldn't find the headphones that I needed either. So now like the whole thing is um, messed up. But if you can type it, that would be great. Inshallah I'm sorry to burden you with that. Uh and then I'll look at it. Uh, <laughs> uh. How does the whole concept of giving Islamic advice fit in? I'm talking about unwarranted advice. Why not just walk away then? Muslim Twitter and so on wouldn't exist with the principle you speak of. LOL. Well, then we'd all be saved from the horrible burden of Muslim Twitter. Twitter is such a weird place. Um. But what? What? What is this? Uh. Is this in relation to what I was saying About the walking away With the The sheikh tells you that you're beautiful Walk away Is that That's the context I think that's probably the context That we're talking about here Um You know That would be different than advice Like A good teacher They could And even someone you're close with They can give you advice And that's useful probably They might give you some advice They'll Make sure that They say it in the right way And that it's done appropriately And so on and so forth That's that's fine But uh, Specifically like a type of interaction That's going to go against the commands Or prohibitions of the Sharia Then that wouldn't be acceptable Regardless of how Supposedly spiritual this person is um, And actually this is true For a lot of what happens on Social media and One of the shayyukh that I've been reading with recently Hafidahullah He's really been going in on the students about their social media usage. Because he keeps telling them, like, you're supposed to be students of knowledge. You're supposed to carry yourself in a certain way. And to be online, getting involved in all these arguments and debates and crazy talk and saying things that are not really appropriate for you to be saying is not good, you know. There's a certain way you're supposed to carry yourself. as um, You know, so, anyways, the, the point here is to say that... The ultimate Ma'yar The ultimate scale Is to look at the person's Outward observance Of the Sharia You know uh, And again this is in the context of Like It's really interesting Because these old books It doesn't seem like At least from my experience with people It doesn't seem like this is so much reality, But the old books seem to be really concerned with this idea of not being dis... Del, um, uh, what's the word for that? Not, like, don't let yourself get taken off track by the miracles that you might see. They seem to be really big on that. And just focus on the real things. Um, and it is true up to today, it just looks a little bit different, like... I've met people before and they're like, oh, my sheikh, you know, they gives you all these miracles and you do this and that. And I'm just like, I don't really care. Like, you know, <laughs> that's really interesting, but it's not really like, I want to just see someone who knows how to live properly and knows the sharia. And knows the teachings of the prophets and Allah and them, and lives them, and gives sound advice, and follows the things, and is not making claims, and like, you know, all these things that you see we see in these books. Allah help us. If there's more to it, please feel free to uh, put it in the comments. Inshallah. He said, "And if it's said to you, and if it's said to you, so and so goes." During the night time from here all the way to Mecca They would say things like this That someone has Tayyil Ard Tayyil Ard is that they, the earth Folds up for them and they're able to go huge distances In short times It's possible The so and so goes all the way to Mecca at night time He says Shaitan goes in an instant From the east to the west So <laughs> They traveled great Shaitan travels great distances too Doesn't mean anything And if it's said to you so and so can walk on water Tell them that the fish in the water And the birds in the sky Are more amazing than that So like what's what's the big deal No big deal Let's focus on what really matters Number 180 This is a great qaida It's a great principle From the evidence or sign That the true has established you in something is that he has placed you in it in such a way that the expected results are arriving okay so let me try to um, translate this for example (coughs) easy example so you like have a job from the sign that you're supposed to stay in that job is that the job's going fine And it's halal And it's giving you the income that you need So you're muqeem you're in it You're muqam in it You've been, There's some level of iqama in that um, And there's nothing that's really pushing you To do something else um, But if the if person was in a job And everything was going fine But all of a sudden they weren't able to have Like salamat al-deen They weren't able to maintain their deen in this job For whatever reason Think of any number of possibilities um, then that would be a sign that maybe they need to look for something else. Or maybe they're able to maintain their dean, but the job is not actually providing anymore what they needed in order to fulfill uh, their needs. Then that might be a sign also that the person should move on to something else. So what he's saying here is that the sign that you've been established in a particular place is that you've been placed there and the necessary consequences are there. You have your risk, you have your uh, whatever it might be, you have your risk, and whatever, and you're maintaining (coughs) uh, the sanctity of your spiritual life also at the same time. And this doesn't mean like I'm not able to pray as much as I want to. Being able to pray as much as I want to is not the point here. The point here is like, are you able to pray? Are you able to fast when you need to fast? Are you able to um, have the types of interactions that are permissible? So on and so forth. 181. من عبّر من بساط إحسانه أصمتته الإساءة ومن عبّر من بساط إحسان الله إليه لم يصمت إذا أساء So this kind of brings us all the way back to number 1 This one kind of brings us all the way back to number 1 Number 1 is that from the sign of one's dependence on their deeds is that they give up hope when they make a mistake. They give up hope when they make a mistake. <coughs> because they've depended on themselves, they didn't depend on Allah. This is the very first hikmah. Go back to lesson one if you need to review it. So he's saying here, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, that basically the person who the inspiration. For their sharing whatever it is that they're sharing Speaking on whatever The inspiration for it is their own goodness If that is the case Sorry That's not really the best camera (laughs) situation If that is the case Then when they have a mistake They will stop so there's, there, there's, they're speaking and they think that they have an opinion or whatever it might be. Uh, and that's based on how good they see themselves as being. How good they see themselves as being. Then if they make a mistake, they'll stop speaking. They'll stop having anything to say. This is about speaking actually. Sharing some sort of like spiritual reflections or whatever. But whoever is sharing these things and speaking these things. From the perspective of looking at the ihsan that Allah has uh, done to them The good that Allah has done to them Then they will um, Then if they make a mistake they won't stop And now here of course we distinguish between someone who makes a mistake and is musir And someone who doesn't Who isn't right. So like someone who makes a mistake And they refuse to acknowledge it or they're continuous in the mistake that they're making. Whether the mistake that they make is some sort of like huge egregious mistake. These are all extreme cases. The regular case here would be like, you know, someone thinks that they're so spiritual they have a right to talk about whatever. And they are sharing these reflections and so on. And then um, they mis you one day. And they mis you that day and they're like, oh, I can't talk anymore. I can't share anymore. I can't, you know... This, this because you, the whole time the emphasis was on witnessing oneself rather than witnessing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So again, it's very similar to number one. 182. This is an interesting one. This is an interesting one. He says that the lights. Of the people of wisdom travel faster than their speech. The internal lights of the people of wisdom travel faster than their speech. So, wherever that illumination goes, the expression follows it. The expression follows it. So, this is why sometimes you might see certain speakers, they talk. Sometimes people are just not well prepared or they're not well organized. Some people are so with Allah that they go into something and they're speaking and there's their, their internal illumination will take them in a direction and they just go in that direction and there's some sort of wisdom in that for the people that are listening oftentimes like I might be listening to it and I think oh my god that was a crazy tangent I don't know why the sheikh just said that. And the person next to me is thinking, SubhanAllah, that's exactly the thing that I needed to hear. So there was a level of inspiration that happened. And the the individual is so in tune to that inspiration that their statements follow those inspirations rather than their statements being really um, extremely rigid and organized. And subhanAllah, you know, sometimes this is... Um, I don't know how to explain it, but this, this I believe to be very real. Um, this I believe to be very real, and because what they're saying is inspired by some sort of internal light, it has an impact on the hearts of other people. That is also very powerful. You know, it goes from the heart of the speaker to the heart of the listener. 183. He continues this. كل كلام يبرز وعليه كسوة قلب الذي منه برز كل كلام كل كلام يبرز وعليه كسوة قلب الذي منه برز every speech exits or not even exits like becomes apparent everything that said comes out and becomes apparent And it comes out wearing the clothes of the heart that it exited from. Everything that leaves the heart, it comes out wearing the clothes of the heart that it exited from. It's really powerful. So he says in the commentary. أن اللسان ترجمان القلب، فإذا تطهر القلب من الأغيار وأشرقت عليه الأنوار، اكتسن كلام نورا، وانتفعت به السامعون وزداد صرورا. وأما إذا تدنس القلب بالذنوب، فإن كلام صاحبه يوجب قسوة القلوب. So he says that the tongue is the translator of the heart. The tongue is the translator of the heart. So if the heart purifies itself from other than God, and and becomes illuminated by the lights that emanate from the divine, then the speech itself will be clothed in the clothing of light. And those who are listening will benefit from the speech and they will increase in their happiness and as for the person whose heart becomes soiled and dirty with the impurities of sins then the speech of such a person will actually result in a hardness in the heart of those who listen A'udhu Billah May Allah protect us from this May Allah protect us from being these people and hearing these people Sometimes you see people They've been Spending a lot of time With certain speakers Certain so called teachers Whatever it might be And like every time you see them They're harsher and harsher And harsher and harsher And harsher And you're just like What exactly are you taking From this person Like And what does that have to do With our tradition where the Hadith al-Musannin bin awaliya is Rahman," that those who show mercy are shown merciful by an rahman Like, what? I- what exactly are you getting from this whole thing? Um, it's very scary, you know. It's very scary. Allah help us. One eighty four. fi fi al إِلَيْهِمْ إِشَارَتُهُ yeah. Why do you think people equate rigidity with piety? I don't know قَوْمٌ لَا يَفْقَهُونَ That much is for sure قَوْمٌ لَا يَفْقَهُونَ They are a people who do not understand There are people who do not understand And my general impression Is that They don't understand Because that's the example that they saw And so Is it so much their fault Or is it so much the fault of these So called religious leaders Who That is piety to them Uh, That being said Sometimes there are like actual nice Good soft religious leaders Around and other people still want The harsh and the bad And I think that part of that is just Like Psycho-spiritual issues that need to get dealt with You know Like if I hate myself Then I kind of like the thing that's really abusive Feels right Feels more correct Feels more true And just Right um, You know, one thing I'll say, I say, and I say over and over and over and over again. For the average Muslim, the most important standard to hold in front of our eyes for everything that we engage with is the Prophet ﷺ. Read the Sirah, read the Shama'in. Read the Sirah, read the Shama'in. Read the Sirah, read the Shama'in. Tell me, was the Prophet ﷺ like that? outside of maybe like a handful of very extreme circumstances <laughs> you know Allah said to the prophets and Allah they had you been harsh and hard and uh, and rough with them they uh, they would have fled from around you that wasn't the way of the prophets and Allah one one person we were Talking to him about a Sheikh who we hold in high regard recently. And he said something really beautiful about the Sheikh. He said, You know the Sheikh so and so Oh like most of the time when you what you see from him is Jamal. You know this Jalal and Jamal, beauty and majesty. So he's always seeing from the Sheikh beauty. Everything about the Sheikh is easygoing and and friendly and in and, and nice and calm and so on and so forth. He's very strong. Like Anyone who's actually paying attention has no doubt that the person is extremely strong. But the presentation is very calm, very nice, very beautiful. Then the brother who was speaking, because he's known the sheikh for like maybe 15 years or something. He paused and he said, except if there's some sort of if sad, and it needs to be stopped. Like everything will be beautiful and calm with the sheikh until there's some sort of corruption that needs to be handled. Then you'll see his Majesty. You know that's that's the place for rigidity. The place for rigidity is in that, in some sort of oppression, some sort of injustice. Let your rigidity express itself there. You know? Allah help us. The one who has been given permission to speak. Will be li- will be under the the ears of the creation will understand his or her expression, and the um, and their subtle indications of their speech and their behavior will also become clear for the people to understand. Hmm. So one of the things that's in here is this idea of idin. this idea of idhin That the way of our tradition Is that people teach When they've been given permission to teach Th- That's not something that they decide for themselves um, Like Imam Malik said عنه, And this is different than like Okay you're talking to your friend You're sharing something with them That's not what we're talking about We're talking about like holding a position of teaching, you know, Imam Malik said that he didn't sit to teach and, and give fatwa and so on and so forth until seventy of the scholars of Medina bore witness that he was able to do that. Right, he, he was. That's that's an idhin. that's a permission. Um, could that be abused? Sometimes it's possible. But then the person you're getting it from Probably shouldn't be the one who's giving it in the first place But um, But is it Is there a blessing in seeking the permission Of one's teachers You know can I teach this can I teach that Is it okay if I do this And actually you know when I read this I realized you know As I always realize that I'm kind of an idiot That although like in general our teachers They know that we're teaching all kinds of things here Uh, In the majlis and stuff This text in particular I probably should have taken Specific Permission before I taught it And so I sent one of the shuyukh I told him When I was preparing this I sent him a message I told him that You know we've been teaching the hikam Uh, We've been reading the hikam together And we've reached to this point And we just got to this one that says this And I realized that I should have spoke to you before I started teaching this So if you would like me to stop, I can stop and go start a different course um, and Or if it's okay, we'll continue, please advise So we'll see what happens next Monday Inshallah, I haven't heard back yet Um, But Alhamdulillah, there's a blessing There's a blessing in that um And that blessing has There's great benefit to it One of the things that led me to People like Imam Zaid, Dr. Omar and others Was that when we came back from Egypt And we started working in the community And mashallah We have you know really impressive peers A lot of people in similar age groups Similar backgrounds Who we can talk about things with Bounce ideas off of Check things with So on and so forth But it, it was challenging to find like More senior scholars Who also understood the context That we were living in And so that's how You know we ended up developing some sort of relationship with the Imam Shakir, and Hafidhullah, and getting to meet some other people and stuff. Because it's like, how can you do this thing that we're doing without a connection to people who are more senior to you? And you know, may that not be a claim? Uh, may it be an actual, true connection? Because a lot of times people, you know, show some level of connection, but it's more of a show than it is an actual like respect and reverence um, for the people. Um, But it's important It's a very important Safety mechanism Anywho Anywho The next ones Like the ones That went before him Are probably going to be Kind of fast So we're just going to Go through them And see to finish a little bit, Rubama Barazat al Hikaiku Maksufata al Anwar, Ida Lam Yu then Laka fiha bil Idhar says, Maybe the spiritual realities that are spoken of will be, um will not be clothed by the lights of illumination. If the individual who's saying them has not been given the permission to do this This is why I'm like all scared now, you know Maybe we're going through this whole class and you guys aren't benefiting anything And it's not, it has nothing to do with you It's completely my fault because I didn't uh, do what I should have done That deep down inside I knew that I should have done You know Let's stop here I think this is a good place to stop Any questions or anything You can share them in the chat box Sorry I can't hear them Feel free to share them in the chat box If you have any (coughs) Fatah Allahu Alaikum Someone sent a private message All I will say is May Allah give you all good May Allah facilitate things for you May Allah make things easy for you May he give you everything that is good for you And your family and your loved ones Keep everything that is bad for you And your family and your loved ones away from you Allahumma ameen Ijahi Sayyidina Muhammad Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. yeah it's very kind of you the other the other message I mean it's very kind of you I mean, I was encouraged by people that I hold in high regard to do it, but in the end, you know. They're more or less peers They're not really the ones that I should be taking permission from SubhanAllah, the first time I had this problem was when I taught the Burda Maybe in like And I wasn't really like You know, subhanAllah, how you read these things in Muslim history But you don't really think about them so much So like, I read these things about Malik And you understand these ideas Um... But you don't really like Think about them that much You know So when I was first When I first started teaching the Borda And I called one of my friends Who's also an imam And the first thing he said to me I was like You know I'm teaching the Borda And he's like You're teaching the Borda And I said yeah And he just paused for a second He's like Did someone tell you You could teach that (laughs) I was like uh, no Because again, like I hadn't really been That concept wasn't even so In the front of my mind at that point You know, again, sometimes you read these things But you don't That's why l- living examples are really important You know, living examples are really important Um Yeah, he was like, so did you Like not really Like I You know I talked to one person about it He told me to make a lot of salawats Before I do it Stuff like that But Was it like a permission Permission? No And some things you don't really feel You know like For example with the shama'il It's not really like Such a high level priority To Take the same kind of permission in that You know But in things that are more like Very technical Like if you teach fiqh You should really have some sort of Grounding in that fiqh You know um, Like recently I was teaching Hanafi fiqh And I sent a message to the, one of the shiugh who, who I did some Hanafi fiqh with I told him I'm going to be doing this with these students and so on And he sent a message and he said like you know, you can do that, but my advice to you is to continue studying and to dig deeper into the books and make sure you go to the large large works of the madhab and research the issues that you need to issue you need and feel free to ask me any questions and so on and so forth, but that's fine, you can teach them that text if you want, you know. So that's like very particular. Um anyhow. You don't have to agree with me. Some people don't agree with me on this kind of stuff, but I think it's important.